All right. Well, it is May. It is the end of the school year for many, many students across the country, some of whom have been in their classrooms for a long time and some of whom have not yet seen their classroom this year. What a wild year it oh has gosh. been for everybody. But we're here for one more conversation this year um, for preschoolers. And we're going to talk about a value that is so necessary and also so difficult for people of all ages, as a lot of these are. So um, welcome back. My name is Leslie Bolser. I am the creative director for Core Essential Values, and I'm here with Dr. Beth Trammell. Beth, can you introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah. So I'm Beth Trammell. I'm a licensed psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at IU East, where I am the director of the Master's in Mental Health Counseling Program. And I um, have created Make Words Matter for Good uh, dot com, sort of a behavior and communication strategies to help parents and teachers increase our connection with kids and decrease our frustration with them. And so commitment's going to be an interesting word for us to talk about this uh, month here. Yeah, absolutely. And I love, I just love how you describe the work that you do, even in the description of it. I think there's so much to be learned for parents. So I'm excited to talk to you about this one because I'm, I'm just going to be straight up with this one. I have trouble with commitment because I love to start things. <laughs> I am an excellent starter. Mm. I am mm. not the best finisher. Mm. So um, the definition that we're talking about or the application this month is making a plan and putting it into practice. And I will say that personally, that does really help me when I have a plan or when I have um, a list or a strategy, it definitely does help me. So I think as we talk about little bodies, as we talk about preschoolers, certainly having a plan is going to help us as parents. So let's dig right into it since I'm clearly not the expert at finishing, maybe you can, maybe I can learn something here too. So if we're talking about parenting preschoolers to be committed to tasks and, and pushing through adversity and finishing, getting, finishing well and finishing strong in things, um, what are, what are some things that parents should be thinking about? Yeah. So it's interesting because as you and I have continued to get to know each other and we're sort of birds of a feather there. So I'm going to speak sort of how it's supposed to go, even though this is also a talk that I need to hear for myself too. And so um, know that we are coming at this right at the tail end of, oh gosh, you know, for some of us, it has been the hardest year uh, that we have faced. Right. And so I want to start by just saying, um, you know, it's okay if you don't feel like, um, yeah, really doing a whole lot of commitment right now. So what I believe as parents is that our best way of approaching parenting is to have as big a toolbox as possible, right? Where we have as many tools in the toolbox. And just because a tool doesn't really fit exactly with me right now in this moment, it doesn't mean that I shouldn't tuck that tool away because um, at some point when I am maybe feeling more motivated or feeling really kind of itchy to help my kid learn a new skill, you may come back to this commitment discussion as, as we talk about this, because really the first thing that I always think about for our preschoolers is to model the word well. Mm -hmm. So as parents for our little guys, what our little guys are learning. So our preschoolers are one, two, three, four, fivers are, are watching they are learning by watching and experiencing the world around them. And so they are always watching 
does mommy say, yeah, we're going to go to the store tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and we don't actually go to the store. Does mommy tell um, her friend that, yeah, we're going to go and we're going to have lunch together. And does mommy back out of that commitment? Now that's, you know, that might seem like an arbitrary thing. And I break, um, you know, appointments I have. It's, it's not to say that that doesn't ever happen. I think what I'm saying is, Think about all the ways that you set a plan in place and then act on that plan, aka show commitment, because your kids are always watching. And so if you find that your kid is struggling with that, it may be just a little time for self-reflection to see how well am I doing that same thing. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think about with preschoolers, especially their attention span and their ability to connect things is pretty short, right? So if I say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm exhausted, I'll play with you in five minutes, right? In five minutes, I should play, right? Yeah. Because if five becomes 15, becomes 20, becomes 30, then I said something I would do. I made a plan, right? And then I, I didn't follow through and I didn't put it into practice. And that's, that's not a great example. Um, so I think maybe even more important than doing the action of it is being intentional about what you say you're going to do. And I know that's something you're really passionate about too, but if you're not going to do it, if you're not going to be committed to it, then don't say it out loud in front of your preschooler because they're going to be watching you. Yeah. And they're going to expect very concretely that what you have said will actually occur. Yeah. (laughs) So it is, yeah, you're just speaking to my heart deeply because that's sort of my whole philosophy is, yeah, to really make words matter. So be intentional about using the words. And yeah, if you don't feel like it, if you're not like, you just know you're not going to have the energy to do it, that's okay. All of us have, frankly, that was yesterday for me. But So it's just be uh, more intentional about not actually saying this is what we're going to do, because then, you know, they, they can move on about their day. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so um, that's a really good check-in for ourselves as adults, as parents, to think about that. But what about actually hands-on working directly with preschoolers? And what are some, what's a strategy or two maybe that could really help a preschooler learn what commitment is and what it looks like? Yeah, so commitment is going to be a big word for them. I always um, encourage parents to label commitment, label all the words that we're talking about. So I actually use them more during this month. Um, Kids are able to pick up on that. So first it is really just trying to be more intentional about keeping this uh, visual on your refrigerator and labeling commitment when you see it in maybe your partner or, you know, your friend or, yeah, that was commitment. They really made a plan and they, they acted it out. But one other way that I see commitment playing out for our little guys especially is helping them overcome frustration. So it's a really frustrating world for a toddler. You know, I mean, you got to share your things. Things don't work the way you want them to. You have to, um, you know, wait for mommy to be ready to get you a drink and you want to drink right now. Like, yeah. And to tie your shoes and your fingers don't work that way. All kinds of stuff. Gosh, it can be really hard at that age. So the idea here is they develop commitment by learning how to overcome those tiny adversities that happen in their world. And so we can scaffold. So in, in the development world, we have this tool called scaffolding where essentially what happens is 
I give them lots of support initially, and then I slowly back off the level of support I give them. I scaffold away the level of support that I give them until they can master it on their own. And so initially, we're going to give lots of support to help them understand this is how you open the jar when you want to get out a pretzel when it's when you want a snack. This is how you do that. And so they're going to try and they're going to try and they're going to try and they're going to get mad. And our job to help them through commitment is not to save them from the frustration, but to help them work through their frustration when it doesn't work the way they want it to work. So yeah, gosh, that pretzel tub is really hard to open, isn't it, buddy? You know, I noticed that you are really trying hard. You could try turning it around to the other side. And maybe if you pull from the other side, it might help. Or I'm going to show you and then I want you to try, right? So in some ways, we're kind of leaning in with them to this frustration, but not saving them from it. Yeah, that's great. I love that. And I also was thinking about how... um, you know, if you're picking up toys, you can say, what are you going to do first? And they can say, I'm going to pick up my trucks. Awesome. What are you going to do second? Then I'll pick up the Legos. What a great plan, right? That's an awesome plan. And then you do the plan together. So I know my kids are older, but a lot of times I sense them getting overwhelmed with things that really aren't that overwhelming. But what really helps is if I say, okay, what are you going to do first? What are you going to do next? What are you going to do after that? And then they feel equipped. They feel like they can do it just because they see a a plan in front of them instead of just chaos everywhere. So I love that. I think these are all really, really concrete, positive suggestions that parents can do. Um, at least the second two, the first one about being committed yourself may take a little more work than the other two, but I can see how parents can live these out pretty easily in their daily lives. Definitely. So before we end today with preschool parents, anything else that we want to mention to them before we send them off into the summer, before we talk to them again next year? You know, It is, um, commitment is hard for us to live out sometimes because we have so many other things going on, right? It's sort of, it's sort of ironic that commitment is hard to show when you have too many commitments. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So it is a little bit like this word is sort of reminding me that every so often I do need to kind of take an inventory of what's really going on in in my life and in our lives as a family, you know, because sometimes things just like creep in and then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, now I don't have any free time because we've signed them up for soccer and we've signed them up for basketball. And it's, and then you, you end up looking back thinking we committed to all these things. So we have all these commitments, but this isn't how I wanted to live my life. And it's hard for me to show commitment when I have too many things. And so for me, it really just feels like this may be a good annual time here in spring. We're getting ready for summer. (laughs) Let's evaluate where we are so we can do this well. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's really great. That's really great. I know uh, there's an author that I like that. um, I don't think he actually does it, but he says that he quits something every Tuesday. He just cleans something out every Tuesday. I'm going to quit something every Tuesday. And I just think, I don't know that he actually does, but the idea that, you know, we do need a a spring cleaning, so to speak, of some of the commitments in our life to make sure that we're doing the ones that we want to be doing and that send us in the right direction. So it's kind of cool. I love that idea. Quit something um, every Tuesday. Quit something every Tuesday. 
Well, it was really great talking with you. And um, I know that there are folks out there who may want to know more about what you do and how they can intentionally use words with their preschoolers better. So how, how might people find you? Well, I have a website, makewordsmatterforgood.com, and I'm on Facebook, MWM with Kids. Can you really quickly share, I've personally used some of the resources that you sell on your Make Words Matter for Good site that are really small little books, um, ebooks, I believe you call them, that are so bite-sized and easy to use. Can you just share a couple of the topics that you have there that people could resource? Yeah. So I uh, found, I started writing these short snippets. Um, they're but short is like 18 pages. But anyway, okay, that's shorter than a book, right? <laughs> so I found that lots of parents wanted resources, but when I'd give them book ideas that I think are great, written by other authors, um, and then I wrote a book, and then parents were still like, yeah, I just don't have time to read a book. It's like, okay. So I tried to take the most common topics per... Uh, mm -hmm per age range. So with the little guys, I have anger in littles um, and I have listening in littles. And then I have some other topics for elementary age and teen kids, social media, sex, um, just basically hard topics. And my encouragement with this is to come prepared to have a conversation with your kid before they ask you the conversation. So even if you have um, kids who aren't teenagers yet, I'd encourage you to, you know, get the little ebook. It's like five bucks on my website, but uh, downloadable resource with lots of practical information about why it matters to have the conversation, why being prepared matters. And, um, my favorite part of writing these was the FAQ section where I tried to address all the questions I've ever had about that topic in my 17 years. So what if my kid says this, how should I respond? What if my kid says this, how should I respond? So um, yeah, those are available on my website too. Yeah. And I bring it up just because um, as you were speaking, it just triggered in me the fact that those are really great plans that you can put into practice, right? Um, they're small and they address a topic that you may be facing or may not yet be facing. And it really gives you some, some tools as a parent to have a plan to address something that may be um, you know, pretty upsetting or distressing or make you pretty nervous. And this is a way to make you feel like you're having um, a, a really knowledgeable conversation with your kids. So thank you for sharing that with us. And if you want to know more about Core Essentials, you can find us at coreessentials.org or on social media at the same spot. And um, we will be back in the fall and we'll be talking about a whole new year. Um, you know, who knows what things are going to look like in the fall with school and with kids. Oh gosh, and yeah. It's really up in the air. So um, we're going to be navigating this journey just like everybody else. And we look forward to talking more with everybody in the next couple months. Have a great summer. All right. You too. 